0: Hello, this is Micaela, and this is Maricela, and together we are Las Manas. We are two Latina sisters who transform social justice issues into healing conversations. Hello, hello. Wow. It's September, and the last time we recorded was back in... june June. so we took a really long break and Mm -hmm. um well deserved and there's a lot that happened in the two months so but we're back in the game and we are happy to be here finally we it feels like it feels like a long time ago though it really really feels like a long time ago
1: It does, but I also feel like so much has happened in between those two months that it's like time kind of flew by. That's how I feel.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I feel like that, too. Like, it seems so far a long, long time ago that we recorded with Nancy. And by the way, if you have not listened to the last episode. Please go and listen, listen to it. Listen to it. It's really funny. Uh, there's funny and there's some crying and there's some laughter and there's a lot of giggles. And Nancy is our best friend and she came to visit us from Dubai and we just had a really, really good time. So make sure that you do listen to that episode. It that it does seem like that was so far along so far away but yeah, we did so much in the short amount of two months. So um here we are already close to fall. Fall is literally around the corner. We are getting prepared for the fall and
1: all the changes that come with the fall. I already started cutting the grass and blowing the weeds, nah, not the weeds, but the leaves. And I'm going to do that this weekend because it's... If- we let one more week pass by, or several weeks, it starts adding up. Mm -hmm. That's my way of just connecting with Mother Nature, too.
0: Right, right. And I love fall. Fall is my favorite Mm -hmm. season. I think fall is my favorite season. I like summer, but I really love fall because the air starts getting crispy outside. You can start wearing your boots and your scarves and, you know, I was going to say pumpkin spice everything, but no, I don't like pumpkin spice everything. But I just love um, fall because it's a way for you to really go within. And I think this is a lot of what we're going to talk about is kind of going within. Um, and fall for me is kind of a point where I feel that I always do like my resolutions like my new year's resolutions mm-hmm. or think about goals because in the in the fall and the winter is kind of when I'm hibernating and creating ideas so when spring comes I'm like ready to go um full force like that has already created it's not in January in the middle of a winter where
1: I'm thinking of these ideas right for me it's also an opportunity to check in with myself and see what did I set for my resolution or my goals, my visions, my hopes for 2018. And am I close to them or am I further away from them? Maybe some of those changed. I was actually looking at my vision board and revisiting Mm -hmm. some of my goals. Mm -hmm. And I thought, "Mm, I haven't touched upon that one yet. Mm -hmm. And some of them manifested very quickly And it's like, wow, this is pretty amazing, but it's also like another checking point like saying, okay, these next three months, I can still do it, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe I need to shift a few things around, but that's kind of where I have been at and really just embracing where I'm at, but also doing a check-in. That's interesting. The other day I was looking at my vision board and
0: I was very surprised how much has come to fruition out of that vision board. And it was these really subtle things, but so in my face, like what? It was just very, very, very interesting. Um, there was, and I want to share this one because I think it was super special. And that was like the one that really blew me away. Um, on my vision board, I have me and my tribe, and my, uh, the women in the world or something like that. And, um, I intentionally put, uh, women of color in that column because I really wanted to connect with just my tribe and my, my people and, um, women of color. And I think I've been, I've done that this year. Definitely. There have been moments in my life up until from January up until now where strong, Women have helped me get out of situations and have hold, held me, you know, um, and uplifted my spirits in ways that I never thought somebody else could do that living in a different place across the country. And um, I just recently met three wonderful women who came to visit Idaho and we did this beautiful healing session and the three I put three women oh, that's right. in my vision board. Um, and those stick stick out the most. And I thought, oh my goodness, that is so awesome. I just it just clipped. So, anyways, so yes, check your vision boards. If you don't, if you have a vision board, this is the time to really look at it and think about what have I done and what do I need to Still work on to accomplish those things. And sometimes some vision boards, there's some that you want to take things off. I know mm-hmm. you did that, right? You yes. took like a whole vision board off. <laughs> I went into your room and I was
1: like, what happened to your other <laughs> vision board? Well, those are some vision boards that I have been collecting over the past years. And I just thought, no, you know what? Some of those things aren't relevant anymore. And I kind of felt like it was holding me back. For whatever reason, maybe it was more of the energy part mm. or focusing more on like oh, I didn't accomplish this or it didn't look like this versus focusing on what I have right now in the present. So I took the vision boards. They are. I still have them in a safe place and I'll look at them and kind of go back and see where I was at, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I also had like other little small vision boards. but I'm like, no, just keep it simple. So that's where I'm at with my vision boards right now.
0: Nice. So let's take a step back. Real quick, let's talk about our summer. In the last two months, we've done a lot. And um, let's do a quick check-in. What what's, what's your highlight for the summer for 2018?
1: There was a lot of highlights, but I must say, going on the camping trip with their family, that was a lot of fun. And then recently I attended the Latino Fest, and they had Sonora Sonora Dinamita play. So it's this very popular band with a lot of cumbia music. And I've been wanting to go the past three years and something would always happen where I wasn't able to attend. This year I was able to attend and I was dancing almost two hours by myself and I really got into it but it was great to see like me getting out of my comfort zone but nonetheless I was going to go do a little recording and then I saw some friends I hadn't seen in years and it was really good just to connect with all of them some of them had kids and families and some of them are establishing like some really awesome goals and hearing what they're doing and what they want to achieve was just amazing but I remember I was just dancing and one of my friends kept looking turning over and just had like this big smile and he knows he's known me for years like Maddie you don't change like you are still just dancing away and little has he known that there was an episode in my lifetime where dancing by myself was like a fear of mine and now I'm like no I'm just mm-hmm. gonna go and do what I did, what I would, what I always did, and and that is who I am back mm-hmm. then. And then it's like coming coming back, so that was really good for my soul. Latino Fest
0: was so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. And Eduardo, my husband, uh, thinks that I am super exagerada,
1: but seriously, <laughs> you are. I mean, you are. That's the reality. <laughs> no, but seriously, it was
0: so much fun. I mean. I guess Sonora de Navita to me, it was music that we used to listen to when we were in the 90s, when we were younger growing up. I mean, I'm still young. I don't know about you. Yeah, but younger, <laughs> <laughs> younger, younger than what we already are. Um, I don't know. It just connected. There was like this, this, um, connection to childhood mm. and this like melancholia mm-hmm. but not sad I shouldn't say it I don't know it just took me back to to like when I we were little
1: so anyways and you were getting fun. down I could see that like even some of our friends who are a little bit more timid yeah they were dancing like no one's business nobody
0: had partners and a lot of yeah. it was just a group of girls who went mm-hmm. out It was like a girls night out kind of in the first part of the night mm-hmm. and we were not even really dancing with each other We were just kind of dancing in our own spot, like in our element.
1: Yes, I like that. We (laughs) were definitely in our element. so. So Latino Fest was another highlight of my summer. And I also, for me, was having Alex attend the Y Summer Camp and seeing all the activities that they got to do. And he really enjoyed it. And that brought me a lot of joy when I would go pick him up and he would tell me about his day I got to hear some of the experiences that happened at school with the teachers and, you know, seeing my son be happy Mm -hmm. and doing it with a group that I really trusted was amazing. And I really just want to commend the YMCA for all the support, you know, that they offer to the community and just their values and how they really try to foster that with the children, with their core values. Just it really speaks to my heart. So I have a really special place in my heart for the Y. And I really want to thank them for giving children the opportunity to go do these activities and go, go explore Boise, maybe in a way that I wouldn't have thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also learning about community at the same time. So that was another highlight. And then I did paddle boarding for the first time. That was exciting. I took mm-hmm. a couple of trips to California. My heart is definitely in California. I had so much fun. That was also me being in my element. I got to spend time with my primos hermanos and hermanas. I got to celebrate my prima hermana's Marisol's birthday. And that was amazing, just connecting with them. Super close to a lot of them. And I've disconnected over the years. But now it was like this reuniting of... Family and friends and dancing, going to the beach and singing and cooking. And of our parents were there. Mm. And we were definitely the chefs are trying to be the chefs. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. I had a really, really good time. Yeah, I just came back from another trip. We celebrated two very special people's birthdays. And I also had a lot of, lot of fun. It was a 90s theme party. So, oh, <laughs> I heard about this. Oh, my goodness. So, cheese men,
0: um, Because I also just recently came back from a trip in California, and I heard that the whole party was super cool, and just a few of you, like five or six of you, <laughs> actually dressed up as the 90s theme, and they were you guys were all embarrassed, because you guys were the only ones who were dressed up, but... I got to tell you, your outfit was on point.
1: (laughs) It was, uh, it was good. I mean, it was, I enjoyed it, but definitely when we got there, we're like, wait, I thought this was a 90s party. And I'm like, well, it's like a 90s theme. Obviously, some of us misread it, but the whole week we had, we were like on group chats, like, what do you know where? Do you want me to go to Ross? Do you want me to go to the secondhand store? Look at what I got. We're sending pictures. We're sending Pinterest ideas. And then... I mean, we went all out. Like, we all got ready in the same room. There was, there was. That is so funny. Yeah, there was six of us. Mm -hmm. And you guys were the only ones that just. Yeah, pretty much. We were kind of like the flannel family. Like, four or five five of us were wearing flannels. (laughs) Flannel something. Oh, my goodness. That was so much fun. But I enjoyed myself so much. That weekend was also a. Uh, a moving weekend, um, a weekend of like tapping into my inner self in a way I haven't done. So that was good, yeah. and um,
0: I had fun putting your outfit together with you. Yeah, you did help. That me. was fun. That was... Um, <laughs> so quick, funny story. She, Marisela, went to the secondhand stores and to go try to find her nineties theme. Outfit, and she came back with
1: eighties theme outfit. <laughs> no, I seriously think it's nineties in my head. No, you're like,
0: how about this with the big belt, like a really big belt? I'm like, no, that's not nineties, that's eighties. So we were, we had fun, and I take out like all of our gold jewelry from our quinceañera uh-huh. we still have, you know, everybody has all those gold pendants and chains that they had back when they were a teenager and um, I was just trying to tell you like okay try to channel our primas our older primas like cha- channel Norma or Alma like how would they dress up and so we're like oh let's get some gold necklaces and some gold bracelets and big hoops and I, I my uh goal was to try to put you in like a chola 90 look mm-hmm. and it It came out really nice. I think it did. It did. Thank you for your help. So that was a success. Other than you guys being the (laughs) only one, yeah, just a little embarrassing. That's fun that you went to California. Uh, Our brother who lives in California has lived there for many years, and so it's nice that you got to go see him. That's cool.
1: Most definitely, yeah. I've got to see him a couple of times and spent some really good quality time. I've been wanting to go and visit him, but once again, it was like I didn't have excuses life, you know, it happens, but it was really perfect. We got to do a lot of fun things and more than anything, connect, which was good for me. The other highlight was I did some workshops with the University of Idaho. They're starting, uh, they're launching, they're kind of like in the test mode for doing workshops in English and in Spanish for people, well, I should say for aspiring entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I happened to be at the right place, the right time, having a conversation with someone who was in the midst of preparing this. And about a year ago, I said, well, what about offering workshops for the participants on self development and confidence and facing their fears? And they loved the idea and it got approved after a couple of months. And it was so inspiring to hear some people on the local ground and like what their ideas are mm-hmm. and really being able to help them tap into their fears because we all have fears. Mm-hmm. And as business owners, we also have the fear of failure or rejection, etc. So like being able to recognize that before you start, or even as you're working through your business or building or creating your business, that yeah, there may be fears, but not letting that fear be bigger than what your desire is, what your goal is mm-hmm. and giving them tools and techniques and giving them a safe space, to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Every time I finished a workshop, my heart just like expanded like 10 times. I'm like, I know that this is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. This is where my bigger goal is in life. And it was an affirmation for what I'm holding within my heart. If your organization is looking for a motivational speaker or you yourself, if you want to host like a party, you know, there's just so many ideas. Talk to me, connect with us. There's
0: a lot of creativity in Mm -hmm. all of our skills and the things that we're working on that, um, you can create, you know, healing circles, uh, empowerment workshops, speaking engagements. I mean, at a healing rooms. we've mm-hmm. done, you've done that in the past, yes, um, definitely. for a huge conference, huge, like over 400 participants at a conference and you provided a healing space where, um, there's just like a lot of different healing modalities: massage, reiki, stone, crystals, books, teas. So, anyways, we can go in depth more on a different episode. But yes, um, Marisela is super creative and in tapping into her own skills and letting them shine in the way that um, maybe you hadn't thought about how we how you could use her skills um in your organizations
1: or in, even in yourself or, or yourself. your families, or your, your families that yeah. and hopefully in the near future we'll be able to um, share some more of the projects and ideas that we have mm-hmm. and I am, I'm I'm excited so it's, yeah but anyways we are available talk to us if you have questions or ideas or you just want to bounce ideas we're here. We're here to listen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yes, connect with us. Hey, real quick, going back to the 90s
0: party. So, yes. a
1: quick shout out to them. Yes. So, we're going to say happy birthday, Cesar and Renee. They are both twins. So, sending sending them the best for this year and wishing them like uh, a heartfelt happy birthday, feliz cumpleaños. And, and most importantly, that all their wishes and dreams may come true, so it's a big year for both of them, and I must say that that celebration was one of the most beautiful celebrations I've attended. They had a lot of family and friends who were there, and you could just feel the love that they had for these individuals, and they did a roasting, so we got to hear some funny stories, and isn't it called <laughs> a roast? What did they say? Roasting? I don't know. I think it is a roast. running roast. <laughs> like did they run? Like did they like okay. I mean kind of, sort of. Is there a roasting? A roast? I don't know. I think Anyways. it's a roast is probably more so, proper. Okay.
0: <laughs> Let's do some context maybe. Roast is like when they just throw shade at at them, right? <laughs>
1: they throw what? Shade. Okay. oh <laughs> <Thank> my gosh <laughs> probably <laughs> yes whatever you're saying I, I, yes okay. <laughs> like they make fun yes, of that. Exactly, yes and... exactly okay, okay that's a, a new word I guess I'm not that hip anymore <laughs> I'm in this other world oh.
0: oh that's good happy birthday to both of them that's so cool that you got to go and celebrate mm-hmm. such a special birthday I love birthdays birthdays are my favorite mm-hmm. are my favorite favorite um, I like I just I like to celebrate them and I like to celebrate my own.
1: <laughs> yeah, so talking about that, let us know how your birthday was and what your highlights of the summer were.
0: Yeah. So I turned 33 this year. Oh
1: my goodness. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know, I know.
0: Um so they say thirty-three is a really good year and it's been one heck of a year um since July. And so, um, I turned 33 in July and. It was fun. It was nice. You guys did a surprise for me, and we went out to eat. Oh well, yes. I acted surprised. I already <laughs> knew uh, about this birthday party dinner that you guys organized for me. And one of our friends, she mentioned to Eduardo, "Oh yeah, what are I'm gonna I'm gonna go to your party, your dinner, and then I'm gonna go. I don't know what else." She said something, and she mentioned the dinner party, and I saw Eduardo look at her and like. Do the, like, that? no, don't say anything. And I acted like I didn't hear. I acted like I completely didn't hear. And it felt, like, so awkward to me because I really wanted to laugh. And I really wanted to ask and inquire about this <laughs> birthday dinner. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin the surprise for them <laughs> that I know about the surprise. <laughs> and then um, another friend of ours on Facebook said, happy birthday. I can't wait to celebrate it with you on Friday. But I felt like, I mean, it was like we see them so often that, I'm like, oh, they'll probably just come over. It literally didn't dawn on me. But until our friend Norma came and said that, I was like, put, put the two together. I was like, well, Belinda said this and Norma's saying this. Something must be up. So I was prepared. Mom came that day and I just like straight up told mom, okay, mom, look. I know that something's happening. Can you just tell me so I can just dress up nice or, like, dress up for the occasion? She's like, okay, so this is what's happening. So she told me. Did
1: someone else at your work also told you? Oh, oh, yes, that one right. was right.
0: Oh, yeah, oh that my. is so right. Yes, yes. So at work, um, uh, I told them, I think something's up because I've heard, like, a few comments here and there, and I feel like something's up. I'm not really sure. And one of my friends said, Yo no sé nada. I don't know anything. And then just like her little like, I don't know anything. I was like, okay, something is totally up. Oh so God. then that's when I asked mom. And then mom like, okay, well, this is what's happening. So when I showed up, I acted completely surprised. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm so dressed for this occasion. <laughs> what a beautiful dinner. <laughs> I just happened to be wearing, you know, cute outfit today. I'm <laughs> looking cute.
1: Well, you know, it's funny is that you have quote unquote ruined or like spilled the beans or shared all surprises the all the time so it kind of just came back I thought that was kind of funny and Micaela is known for sharing I don't think she does it intentionally it just kind of comes out so it was interesting yeah that so I'll not back.
0: so fyi no soy cheese mosa. I'm you know it's not that. It just comes out.
1: But it's a surprise. I know. Okay, it it, just, come it just comes out. Like, okay, I have gone it. to
0: birthday parties. Like, okay, this is how bad it is. I've gone to birthday parties thinking I always show up late to everything. So I've showed up late to birthday parties when it's still a surprise. And I don't know I, because I've showed up way past the hour thinking that the surprise has already been revealed. So that I've gone to the birthday person and saying, oh, surprise a happy birthday and then everyone's like oh, like, oh shit, <laughs> i did it again there you go so, so don't tell me a secret because it will come out yeah. no okay i'm a if if it's something confidential that's that's one thing i'm a really good friend and i will not tell your stuff to anyone Eso, si. but when it comes to a surprise when like it's just different like i don't know i get too excited or something for sure your, your inner <laughs> child comes out yeah there's where my that comes out of oh, another highlight let's see we went camping this week this week this summer we went twice we're trying to squeeze in another one before fall i don't know if that's going to happen because september is super packed, literally super packed, so i don't I don't know if we'll be able to do that before fall, maybe we'll do like a fall slash winter camping, which um seems not like a fun time because I hate being cold but Um, we went camping and it was fun. One of the times we went camping, um, I went wakeboarding on the lake and that was so much fun. And I also tried paddleboarding when you did. So that was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but the next day I woke up, like it felt like a bus ran over me. I was torn, my arms, everything. It just, oh, my muscles were hurting. So, um, I had a lot of fun. I felt like I connected a lot with water, um, this summer. Like I just, we did a, we were... In the river, in the lakes, in the ponds. Huh. I do want to see a big highlight for Alex. He started school. Oh. I know he's already been in preschool, but he started kindergarten. Oh, he's so funny. I took him. This is Micaela speaking. I got the honor of taking Alex to his first day at kindergarten. Which is my son. So Alex is my son just too. Yeah and um I was getting super emotional in the car. I was like, oh, my gosh, if this is the way the Tia feels. I can't imagine how the moms are feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he sensed it, and he's like, Tia, I'm a big kid now. I'm a big (laughs) boy now or something like that. And I was like, oh, yes, you are. (laughs) But it was just, I was so excited. I was more happy than he was. I was more excited than he was. I felt like it was my first day of school. We were getting him ready to go to school. And so anyways, I love taking him to school and his little conversations, (laughs) like talking to a little adult. Actually, I dropped him off at school today and we were like a minute late. And Mm. then I told him. I tell them, okay, Alex, I'm going to park the car and I'm going to take you to your classroom because your friends already have gone inside the building. And then he goes, Tia, I know I'm little, but I can try. And I'm like, you can try what? He's like, I can try doing this on my own. I was
1: like, oh my gosh. Why are you growing up so quickly?
0: (laughs) So yeah, he let me take him to the front door of the school, of the building. And then he goes, okay, this is like, okay, this is it. Like now you can leave. (laughs) So anyways, um, it's fun to, to just see him grow.
1: Wow. That was a lot that happened during the summer. And it really got me thinking about how sometimes we are programmed to do things and we just kind of go on this autopilot, kind of like a robot. You just do what you're commanded to do. Mm -hmm. And like this summer, it wasn't, it didn't feel like that. It was like just being spontaneous, planning trips, being doing new things, trying new things. But oftentimes we don't live like that. You know, oftentimes we're living in this robotic system this way of life that doesn't even allow us to be who we are Mm -hmm. because we have been so programmed, whether it's culturally or on a society level or even within a family or even within our own selves, we have been programmed to think a certain way, to be a certain way, to act a certain way, to do X, Y, and Z by a certain amount of time. And for me, especially lately, I've been doing a check-in like, is this really aligning with, what I want to do Mm -hmm. or why is it that I do what I do? Like I'm trying to create a new routine in my life and I'm like, okay, why is it that maybe some mornings I struggle to get up earlier Mm -hmm. or why is it that I'm not going to sleep, going to sleep a lot earlier? And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to reprogram my mind. And there's a lot of things that I've done here at the house and even within my own self that before I didn't do And it's like, okay, now I'm retraining, reprogramming what I have been taught. So I think it's really important as individuals, as humans, that we really do a Mm self-check-in and that we ask ourselves, why is it that I'm doing what I'm doing? And where does this derive from? Is this from my childhood, from maybe generational Mm -hmm. experiences? Or is this something new? Where am I picking up this habit? Where am I picking up this routine? Mm -hmm. Because if we don't question what we are doing on a daily basis, if we are not connecting with what we are doing it, and we're just doing it to doing it, that's not living life. Mm -hmm. That's simply input and output, input and output. And we are more than that. We are more than that. We are here, I believe, to truly embrace life on a whole different level. Mm -hmm. So being fully conscious, And conscientious of what is what is stirring within our hearts and in our minds that how are we doing things and why are we doing the things that we do, Mm -hmm. whether that's related to our careers, our family, our lifestyles, Mm -hmm. our choices, our routine. I know routines
0: have been definitely something that I recently have been kind of adjusting to, I have a new work schedule. So I'm going in earlier, um, to work so I can get Fridays off, but my Fridays are so packed. And so I have homework, I have massages scheduled in between. Um, and I just kind of feel like all over the place, you know, so routines definitely is something that I need to really get a hundred percent better on this. Um, it's almost like I, it's like hour per hour, mm-hmm. but again, being mindful that it's not, I'm not going to work on a robotic place. Like I'm going to do that. I want to do this mindfully that, okay, now I'm transitioning into doing schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm going to transition into, um, getting prepared for the next client to do some massage. Um, because I also don't want my clients to feel like I am a robot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she just came, she's massaging me and then I'm done. No, like I want them to feel like I've prepared for that person to come in. Right. I've been trying to channel them in so I can give the best massage I can, um, for the person and meet their needs. And then, um, you know, just with the house, I think we've been pretty good about, Um, who's cooking and who's helping pick up. I think our our night routines have been smoother smoother. now that we have. uh, This would be another tip we should put in the Corazón a Corazón segment is we have a list of what we're going to have for the week on Monday through Friday because weekends are kind of off. Sometimes we're here, sometimes we're not. And um, we already know where we're going to eat for that day. And then we don't necessarily know who's going to cook it, but it's kind of like Whoever's here, whoever has the time, who has the energy, and it just always works out, and Mm -hmm. we always help each other pick pick up and wash dishes and everything. So that part, I think we've honed it down because that Mm -hmm. was really hard. It was (laughs) was like it was chaos. Like you were Mm -hmm. making meals, I was making meals. Sometimes Eduardo was making Mm -hmm. meals. Like all three adults were making meals, and we didn't have to. Mm -hmm. You know, we could just rely on that list. Right. So, um, anyway, I was just thinking about. Busy schedules. I don't know why that just came to my mind when you were saying that, that how robotic we are programmed to be. And then also people who have busy schedules, what is it in your schedule that doesn't serve you? Like, are you questioning? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. What Do I have to go this route? Or do I have to go to this school? Or do I have to go to this job? Is this Aligning with my
1: purpose—is this serving me right? As you were talking right now about this busyness, so often we we thrive on like, oh, I'm busy and mm-hmm. take pride in it again. Again, because our society has told us the more busy you are, you are the better you are, the more productive. And not not necessarily because you're busy does not mean that you're being productive? Right, right. So I wanted to differentiate that. I think when I was starting, I was going in one direction, but making sure that there's a difference. Busy is not the same as being productive. Right. In one hour, I can get more done than in maybe a whole day if I'm being truly productive. And again, it's being mindful of my energy and what am I going to achieve in that one hour, for example. So that busyness has been a way of life that so many of us have embraced. I, I would say, especially here in the US, that it's like you're busy from the moment, moment you wake up. Your day is packed all the way to 5 or 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. So you know what you're going to do. And it's like, I'm constantly busy, 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 busy. But does that busyness really serve you? Mm -hmm. Does it serve me? And is it just, I'm feeling like this airtime, this fluff, like, oh, I have to do something. I always have to be on the go. We don't always have to be on the go. And I'm saying this for me personally, because I always feel like I have to do something. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really hard for me to just stop and breathe. So... That was coming to mind as you were talking about the busyness,
0: right? And we live in a society where being seen as somebody who's always busy is, like you said, it it's celebrated, right? Mm-hmm. It's celebrated. And if you go to different countries, I, um, I'm speaking for Latin American countries, at least in Mexico, the life there is so different. There, the notion of time is so <laughs> different, right? <laughs> Just a little, mm-hmm. and and they really live the present moment and I feel like this American society doesn't allow for that space for us to do that so that's why to be mindful to create that space right we have to create that space and I know that that's something that you and I both like again we're not perfect people Mm -hmm. and we are also going on our own journeys. we go to sleep late and we wake up really early Mm -hmm. and so that's something that's not serving us It's not serving us and we need to change the way we think about rest and sleep and, um, you know, rejuvenation for us to be mindful for the next day um, and our next activities.
1: And I'm also aware that I can be a night owl. And a lot of my creation actually happens like after midnight, like in those hours, like when I want to create things, things just start coming to me a a lot of the times. So I'm aware that that happens to me. And I'm also aware that I like to be an early bo- bird. Like I like to wake up early, start my day early. And yeah, I so I like both of them, but I have to also find a fine balance. Yeah, so creating that spaciousness, right?
0: Your whole day and is spaciousness, even if you're trying to create spaciousness, spaciousness doesn't mean for you to stay up at <laughs> 2, 3 what in the morning. Is, what is spaciousness? For me, spaciousness is just like a time where you can like do things mindfully, right? Mm -hmm. And sit with it and creating that time for you to incorporate self care, to incorporate some breathing or just slower motion, Mm -hmm. right? You're creating that space where it flows and it's just not convoluted doing mm-hmm. from one thing to the next to the next to the next and then by the time you know it in five minutes you're like what the hell did I just do five mm-hmm. minutes ago right mm-hmm. but you're just like in the moment and doing it I was telling mom about this um, when we clean or when we pick yeah. up do things like even when you're washing dishes or when you're cleaning the, the kitchen or something that mm-hmm. you're doing it with just mindfulness
1: and spaciousness and you're not just, just doing it so quickly right mm-hmm. so And for those of you who may be new to the term mindfulness, for me, it's really just being present in the moment. I'm being exactly what it says. I'm being mindful I'm being full, fully present in my mind to exactly what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So as I'm washing the dishes, I'm not thinking of the 10 other things I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Or as I'm working, I'm not focused on, I need to get to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. But like focusing on that email or that phone call, or that situation that's happening, or even
0: when you're eating, oh, a or big one. when you're playing with your children, mm-hmm. and you're not trying to look on social media, or answering that email, but you're fully present to your children.
1: It's so important, it really is, and I know I've come, I have my own journey with that, and every day I feel like I can continue to tap into that, but if we can't be present to what we have right here, right now, then we will never be able to appreciate the future. Mm-hmm. And so often we want to live in the future, like this is what I want, this is what I desire. But if we can't embrace what we have right here, right now, you'll never be able to appreciate what you have or mm-hmm. what's waiting for you around the corner. Mm-hmm. And that I'm learning. But the more I can be present to the moment, it's been, it's, it's a game changer. It really is.
0: And also thinking about things that um just don't serve you or trying to live your authentic self. I um just recently and this is like probably small things, it would it might seem like something so small, but it was pretty significant for me. I went to this amazing healing um I I want to say gathering. Yeah, like a healing gathering of of two days and it was all Latina women, and it was just such an amazing experience and um, I was thinking about why do I do things the way I do it or why do I dress the way I dress or why do I why do I fix my hair the way I fix my hair and why do I you know put my makeup on the way I put my makeup on and I just had like an epiphany in the room where I looked around and um, everybody was embracing their natural hair color. And mm-hmm. I had like, out of everybody, I had the most significant blonde. And it wasn't like blonde because I'm a huera. A you know, there was hueras, Latina hueras there, but their hair was naturally blonde. But I um, was thinking, why do I put blonde in my hair? Is it a fashion thing? I I'm not sure. Maybe subconsciously, I was trying to be closer to whiteness I don't I'm not sure that and I'm very very um, aware of things that influence us to be closer to whiteness but um I don't know I just had an epiphany and thinking yeah Micaela why why did you put blonde and I I know I've been like really trying to take the blonde away and then somehow some way I end up going to the salon and I come back out with blonde <laughs> and um I thought I maybe I looked better in blonde I don't know so, you know, like when we remember, this is back in the day, we used to wear those blue contacts, the green mm-hmm. contacts, right? Try, yeah, trying to look like, I don't know, somebody that we weren't. Um, and so after I left that that training or that gathering, I went and I dyed my hair. I dyed my hair. And it's a lot darker, significantly darker than probably my natural hair. But um, I don't know. I just I felt more true to who I was. And I have not had natural hair color and I don't, I don't even know the last time I had natural hair color,
1: to be honest. That's awesome. Like being aware of like what you said, what you do and why you do it. That's living mindfully. Mm -hmm. And one of the experiences that I had was, you know, with Alex going to kindergarten and he was, he has homework, Mm -hmm. you know, every night there's a homework and then we got another packet and it's optional, but it's an activity. And I'm like, how are we going to do this with our schedule that we have right now? And I felt like we were like a a robot. like, Mm -hmm. do this, do this, do this, do this. And what I've been doing with him is like, okay, but do you want to take a shower or do you want to do your homework? And there's certain things that we have our bedtime routine that's set, but also giving him the power to choose and not feeling like we got to go from here to here to here, but okay, I get to choose. I get to have control over that part of my life because maybe... I'm thinking, let's get the homework done and let's continue on. But maybe what he needs is to eat Mm -hmm. or he just needs to be outside and go for a bike ride. Mm -hmm. So I did connect with his teacher and he said, could we have the homework the weekend before it was due? That way we're not doing homework, you know, later in the evening when we're both tired, maybe frustrated and we're trying to do homework. Because I want it to be an enjoyable experience. So, again, getting out of that normal routine, it wasn't serving us. And the teacher was like, yeah, that's fine. So he gave it to us. And we're going to start to incorporate that, do it during the weekend as much as we can. And if we can get through one or two sheets, that's already like a big game changer for us. -hmm. But, again, I was like, this isn't functioning for our family. So if there's something that you're doing with your kids or your family or even work, ask. Inquire. Yeah. yeah, Just ask and say, okay, how can we be creative. And how can we make this work for everyone? Yeah. Bottom line is, if something isn't working for you right now, ask yourself, what can I do to change this? Maybe I need to ask my significant other for help. Maybe I need to go in earlier, or maybe I need to just switch something so minor, like get the homework ahead of time if we can, or those are just some ideas, Mm -hmm. some tips. Yeah. So I guess the underlying
0: message to this is, Question your routine, question your lifestyle, and um, in, in what serves you, what is serving you, and what is not serving you, and how can you change that? Not not feeling like you're you're just another robot in the society, right? Mm-hmm. This segment was really really helpful for me, and as we were talking, I was thinking about things I need to change. Definitely need to change in my in my schedule, things that don't serve me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really appreciated this conversation. Thank you for that. And I hope it's also helped our listeners, and hopefully, you had some time to just think about things that you need to or you can take out of your. Your your schedule, so you don't feel like a robot in the society, mm-hmm. and also inquiring about it and questioning it and why why you're doing things the way you're doing them. So now we'll transition over to the end of our episode, where we close with the Corazon a Corazon, a heart to heart segment, where self care and healing consejitos or tips are exchanged. So marisela would you
1: want to start first? I have a lot, actually. So today I went to the Boise Co-op. Let me rephrase that. It's the Boise Cooperative Acupuncture. I think I said that right. But basically, it's different acupuncturists. I believe that's the correct term. And it is like a co-op. You go in this big room. They have different chairs. You go and you sit down wherever you just feel drawn to. And then the acupuncturist comes to you, asks you what you're feeling, if you're feeling emotional pain, physical pain, mental pain, and then that's basically where they channel in the needles and acupuncture. Let me just, let me just do a little FYI. It's a Chinese healing modality and it's been used for thousands of years. And you really want to make sure you do your research. If you do go to an acupuncturist, because a lot of people go and do like a certificate, and they're done like in a weekend, for example. But
0: oh yeah, no, it's like a
1: four-year program. It like is. it's intense. It is, but you, but there are some people who are like, okay, I'm certified, I can really? do this. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So you have to make sure you do your research as well. But nonetheless, you go to this place, and the moment you enter, I like feel like oh, it's just so peaceful. And you do your check-in, and then you walk into the back room. They'll come to you. They ask you. Then they place the needles, and you basically get to sit there for one hour and zen out like it's like you're zen den and you get that opportunity to really tap in like they don't like you to have cell phones or anything distracting you just really close your eyes and be And people go in there and I mean, people are out, they're sleeping, they're resting, they're healing. For me, it's been really good just to kind of move some stagnant energy and more than anything, just give myself some me time. Mm -hmm. And the wonderful thing about the co-op is that they really believe that everyone should be able to have the opportunity to heal and not have to pay these outrageous prices. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we need to undermine our healers. Um, our doctors, our chiropractors, or whatever your healing modality is. But still, how can we all win-win so that mm-hmm. they still are creating that conscious prosperity in their life and that we're also creating that conscious prosperity on our life? It just may look a little bit different. And and every time I go, I mean, it's pretty it's much a packed. a packed room. It's mm-hmm. a packed room. And they're there from the morning until like 8, eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So I just really want to give them a shout-out for – what they're doing for our community. And they also have like a sliding scale. I don't even know if it's like a sliding scale. I'm not sure what the correct term is, but you basically give your donation or your tip and it can range anywhere from 15 to $40 if you can. Mm -hmm. And if you can't, you can talk to them and there's, and there's like no judgment. mm -hmm. Like they
0: don't, you just pay what you want to pay and that's it. There's no judgment but takes it. They take it super grateful Mm -hmm. and you schedule another appointment.
1: right away it's so awesome and then like right now until October they have an awesome awesome deal if you walk you bike you run Mm -hmm. to the co-op they will take $10 off what a way to like Promote caring for our nature Mm -hmm. and our environment, and then also promote you know healing within the Mm -hmm. body. So yeah, I thought that was a cool promotion.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so we'll put we'll put uh, the link in our show notes uh, if you want to book an appointment. They do accept walk-ins, but they prefer that you you schedule an appointment, and you probably should from experience. (laughs) Yeah, and and the two acupuncturists that I've met there so far. Super cool, down to earth. You feel so comfortable right away. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody is just so welcome, and this is a beautiful, welcoming environment. So we'll put the link in our show notes if you are interested in acupuncture and the Boise Co-op acupuncture. here in Boise, Idaho. And I have other things, but I'm going to leave it at that for our time. (laughs) So speaking of healing and all of that, because of course, we love talking about healing. And I was sick a couple of weeks ago uh, when I went on my trip to California. And um, I just want to Highlight some of the things that I was taking and you really helped me with this because I woke up with like a sore throat and I felt like I was just gonna, my head was hurting. I had like that, that sinus cold, a headache. And, um, I went to the co-op, the co-op, the Boise, the Boise co-op. This is not the Boise acupuncture co-op. This is just like the regular co-ops. And, um, I got this this like little drop thingy it's called kick-ass immune activator uh it's it's just like the little drop you put like three drops in your in your glass of water and you take it and then you gave me like this mushroom spray (laughs) Mm -hmm. mushroom spray (laughs) um and it's definitely giving me it's making it made my heart beat uh because it i can feel that i was just like it gave Mm -hmm. me like a boost of energy mm-hmm. it doesn't taste good at all but I knew that if I was going to take this it was going to really help me and so we'll put the link again in our show notes I know that it's back to school season mm-hmm. um, all the kids are around each other a lot of germs are being exchanged and fall is kicking in so these are wonderful natural Remedies that you can take that will help boost your immune system. I also was putting frankincense underneath my um, tongue um, and on guard. On guard. And so I was just, like, oiling it up. Everybody around me probably could smell the oils, but I didn't care Mm because I was feeling better, like, literally the next day. I was
1: feeling a lot better. And there's also some amazing loose-leaf teas at the Boise Co-op. And you can go in there and ask them if you're feeling, you know, a little weak or whatever your symptoms are. Amazing. Um, I'll quickly mention some of them that are really good for the immune system. Echinacea, elderberry, Yarrow, and there's like this lemon balm, I think. And I think it's the yarrow root. root. But those are some really good, just basic things you probably should have around your house. And I am going to do a disclaimer. We are not doctors. Mm-hmm. but We are not claiming to be doctors. So what may work for us may not work for everyone. Okay. So we just really want to make sure that we're sensitive to this. But this is what's helping us, whether it's through the acupuncture, whether it's through these immune activators, these teas, they've been super helpful. And I can share from my personal experience, they've been great. They've had a lot of effect on me, but I'm also aware that every person is different and being mindful that everyone may have, has a difference of opinions in healthcare. Um,
0: so so we uh, definitely embrace, the natural um healing and the natural remedies Just consult your done. doctor
1: if you do if you yes of do course have a physician naturopath always consult them and do what's and again do what's best for you yeah feels good for your body yeah bottom yes. line I mean, we also go to the doctors as well and so that's
0: pretty good tips Wow, we've reached the end of the segment. Yes. Yes, thank Thank you, you. thank you. And again, to fill your day with healing conversations, you can find a new episode of Las Manas every month. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher.
1: We want to continue bringing topics that are life-giving, and we'd appreciate your feedback. If you've liked or connected with this segment, please let us know by writing a review on iTunes. You can also email us your comments or questions at lasmanaspodcast at gmail.com. And remember to check out our
0: website at www.lasmanaspodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook at Las Manas Podcast. And this is Micaela. And this is Maricela. And, and together, together we are
1: Las Manas. Manas.